0: The Museum of Contemporary Photography is the world's premier college art museum dedicated to photography. It was founded in 1976 by Columbia College, Chicago, and they began collecting in the early 80s and has since grown its collection to include more than 15,000 objects by over 1,500 artists. Their newest exhibit, Stateless, Views of Global Migration, explores forced migration and the refugee crisis through the photographers, videographers, and multimedia installations they have on display in our studio is Natasha Egan. She's the executive director of MOCP and the curator of this exhibit. Natasha, welcome to Vocalo. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I uh, am a a big fan of this uh, museum. I think it's a a great jewel in the crown of of Chicago's uh, culture and I'm excited to be able to tell more people about it. But I want to start by talking about you and your journey to the museum. Being a museum curator and a director sounds like a dream job for so many people, and it sounds like the result of lots of school and lots of passion. How did you wind up at the MOCP?
1: I actually have been uh, part of the museum since 1995, so a very long time. So I've actually kind of grown up there. I had originally come from Seattle, and I was doing a project with the Seattle Art Museum. And the curator of photography there, his name was Rod Slemons at the time, had done a project for me, and I moved to Chicago, and he said, do you know the Museum of Contemporary Photography? And I said, I've "Never, I've never heard of it. Mm. I haven't been to Chicago. I mean, I was, I was moving here. And so he introduced me to the museum, and I began working there as an uh, assistant to the director um, and now am the director <laughs> of the museum. So my journey has taken me to being a, a, an assistant to the director, to a curator, uh, to the executive director of the museum. My original background was actually I studied um, Asian history and religion and went to the University of Washington um, and studied started to study photography and then came to Columbia College Chicago for a master's in fine arts in photography as well as a master's in museum studies. So I was wearing kind of both the hat of the photography as well as the museum merging those.
0: You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. Joining me in the studio from the Museum of Contemporary Photography, Natasha Egan. The idea behind the, uh, the new exhibit is uh, timely, uh, unfortunately, but uh, I am interested in how it captures these, these struggles. There are people behind these crises, but before we dive into the human emotion about it, can you talk to me about the human data of all of this? The numbers are staggering. Uh, The numbers
1: are staggering. Um, There are 68 million um, migrants, um, stateless—people migrating. They're not all stateless, I should say. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't have all the numbers in front of me. But yeah, the numbers are staggering. Um, They're at the highest uh, rate they have been since uh, World War II. And there's a large increase, of course, from Syria. Um, but you also have continuous migration uh, from many uh, continents. Uh, that's been um, a long history of uh, war, uh, climate change, uh, different, different issues that have brought um, migration to kind of a record, a record high. What our exhibition sort of aimed to do was to sort of bring voice. To uh, the stark data, I think when you look at um, artists looking at such a tremendously uh, difficult situation, it sometimes brings uh, respect and human value to uh, the individuals that sometimes you uh, get lost um, in the media mm-hmm. when it just becomes a statistical
0: number. Yeah, or it's a talking point for people to dispute because of, honestly, a, a lack of empathy. And this this exhibit can go a long way into to helping to, you know, humanize what could be just a numbers proposition to people. Uh, despite the fact that this is the Museum of Contemporary Photography, you mentioned to me earlier that uh, there's so much more than just photography. It is actually more not photography than photography. Tell us about uh, the artists that you've chosen and the mediums that they work in. So we
1: at the Museum of Contemporary Photography really have a very loose definition of the word photography. We really feel that it is... Um, image-based and that our society is a very image-based society and that artists are are working with the role of image in society. So with that in mind, we often show a lot of video. Um, So it's not straight photography, but it's very image-based. We also show um, installations. Um, In this particular exhibition, we do have some uh, multimedia uh, pieces. Um, or mixed media pieces that I should say uh, that deal with kind of maps and newspapers and imagery, but you know kind of cut up into collage mm-hmm. collage pieces uh, that then are used to form scu- sculptural work that represents borders and fences. Uh, so there so it's not uh, direct it's not a direct photograph uh, by any means. Um, in the exhibition, the artists are uh, use a range of of media in video and in style, you know so you have some that could look a little more like a documentary project mm-hmm. um, where you're studying working with a, a group of people, and others are using um, per- participants who are in their in their projects more for metaphorical or global issue to represent the global issue.
0: You're listening to Vocalo. I'm Jill Hopkins. I'm joined by Natasha Egan from the Museum of Contemporary Photography. I'm always moved by how different each migrant's story is, even migrants from the same part of the world. Each of their stories is so much different. Can you uh, talk to me about uh, where you're looking at and the differences in the stories that the artists have chosen to tell?
1: We have a few artists that are really working on more of a global scope, and then we have a few artists that zoom into, into the individual story. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that there is a, um, a large focus on, on Syria and on, on Syrian uh, refugees, uh, but done in a, a couple different ways. I'll give you a couple examples. When you walk into the museum, uh, one of the first videos that you will see um, is the work of Shimon Adi. And he has worked with uh, seven Syrian refugees um, in Berlin to create a, a video of where the seven participants are playing roulette. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are dressed to be at a fancy casino, but the story is quite tragic. It's, it's obviously about the risk that these participants took, but it's also about the risk that everybody, everybody who makes that decision to leave takes that risk. They are Syrian refugees in the film, mm-hmm. uh, the, although they're there to represent— anybody who chooses or is forced to take that journey you also then move into Basin al-sharaf um, is an artist a Palestinian artist who had to f- also flee Syria and she interviews 10 women um, who are now outside of Syria and there those are very much about their stories these ten women um, and she asks them questions about what their home was like where they see themselves in 10 years and some of she also has photographs of some of the objects um, that they um, have in their in their in their bags their purses um, when she 's doing the interview that they 've carried with them uh, from the journey mm. so for example of course there's keys to your house that you can no longer go into uh, one of my m- one of the most moving objects that 's photographed is just the simplicity of um, uh, some hand cream, but in the interview, which is also part of the installation, you hear the women's voices. Um, you learn that the hand cream actually belongs to the, the woman's uh, um, sister, who's still in Syria. Ooh. So she uses the hand cream to, to remember her sister, to think about her sister, and to smell her sister, to be, have her be there. And so this hand cream goes everywhere with her. So these stories that that are so important and individual, how simple objects uh, take on uh, great meaning. So you have that that, that difference between Shimon and Bassine's work. Um, where it's one is looking at the global, and one is going right into the individual.
0: Those reminders, those house keys, that hand cream, uh, speak to a part of migration that I don't think that people who have not experienced any sort of upheaval in their lives really think about is the part where you don't get to go back home. You don't get to go to your birthplace. You don't get to return to your family. You don't get to return to where your ancestors are from. How does the exhibit go on to show that element of migration?
1: The artists in the exhibition are, are really kind of captivating that in, in, in different ways. Um, they're mostly capturing the challenge and the amount of time that it takes. So when you make the choice to try to seek asylum, um, it can take uh, many, many, many years. And if we even think about there are um, many refugees or I should say stateless people in Lebanon who have, their families have been there since 1948 and continue to be stateless to this day. Mm-hmm. So the exhibition is also there to address these issues of the challenges of seeking asylum. And we have a couple artists that are directly looking at the challenges uh, that lie ahead. So it's again about the journey, mm-hmm. uh, but then where, where are you now? Um, and back to Basine, you know, Basine al Sharaf's work where she's asking, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Um, it could take that 10 years to even get the status, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. to, um, to even begin to even go back to school or to have relevance. And so there's, uh, one video project by, um, um Hirakay uh, where he's directly focused on a soldier who has left Iraq and who cannot go go back but is trying to seek asylum and the challenge and the bureaucracy of of dealing with that it 's an anonymous, uh, an anonymous story, mm-hmm. and then you also have the work of uh, daniel um, Castro garcia who 's working with migrants from northern Africa um, who are in Sicily on this small small island, and he 's working with about 12 young men uh, under the age of 18 looking looking for work and collaborating with them for ye- years. Um, and it's very difficult to find work, mm, yeah. um, and you have to then provide Um, For, you know, one of the reasons you left the the either war or the extreme poverty um, is you need to be able to now provide income for your family back at home. And those challenges of trying to find a job when people also in Sicily are trying to find jobs.
0: Yeah. It is really a topic that I think we all need to, to think more critically about. And to think more empathetically about. And I thank you for bringing this exhibit to the museum. The exhibition is called Stateless Views of Global Migration. It runs through March 31st. For more info on the exhibit and everything else the museum has to offer, visit www.mocp.org. Natasha Egan, thank you.
1: Thank you very much for
0: having me.